Welcome. Welcome to Jesus Time with Jesse and Pete. There you go. <laughs> a podcast recorded in front of a live studio audience. Oh, they are. They are in rare form today. I looked at you and was like, you go. No, you go. First of all, we are searching for God in a chaotic and confusing world. I'm Pete. I'm Jesse. This is podcast number 10. As is our custom, we have a country of the day, and it is... What, what is Iran. it? Iran. It is Iran. It is Iran. And we just want to say thank you to all of our Iranian uh, listeners. Um, and, uh, you know, Iran, it is the uh, it is, <laughs> it's the uh, only country where you can sell your kidneys legally to someone else for money. I wonder how much that goes. It, you, goes. you know, it depends, I guess, on, like, yeah, I, I would want to see the person and kind of be like... Yeah, I don't know. Like on eBay or something I, like that? Yeah, I, I, I want to see like a, a, a headshot and then kind of get like maybe even a personality test. It's like, is this an <laughs> INFP or what kind of, you know, just to see what kind of things <clears throat> this person maybe do to those kidneys, you know, before, you know, before I get a hold yeah, of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I guess in that, I would be, in this case, in this kind of scenario, I would be like dying without the kidneys. So I guess I wouldn't be that. Uh, picky, maybe I don't know. I don't know if you can shop <laughs> for it. There, maybe, maybe they have a. I don't know. Maybe they do have a shopping uh, network for. I don't know. They, they anyway, have a shopping network for kitties. Anyway, for all of our Iranian listeners, we welcome you and yes. we thank you for listening to Jesus Talk. Our our market is expanding. It is. Iran, oh, it's worldwide. So it's, stuff. it's worldwide. Firstly, we're Christians, which is a big deal mm. in Iran. That is it's a big a deal. Very popular. <laughs> Uh, we want to have an open dialogue, which is also a big deal. Yeah, that's another, another uh, one. About the application of Jesus Christ and his teachings in our world. Another big deal in Iran. Yeah, we yeah. are in no way come at this with an agenda or doctrine, but we are seeking a civilized discussion about topics and events of our time. And our subject today comes from an email yes. we had from one of our listeners. A real uh, live uh, email uh, from one of our listeners. I'll just go ahead and read this. Says, Dear Jesus Time Guys, longtime listener here. Thanks for making conversations about faith fun. My question is, is there a connection between creativity and spirituality? Also, how do you find time to work on creative projects and to pray? I already wake up at 4 or 4 30 wow, AM. Most days. I'm assuming AM. If, it, if, it's, wow. if it's in the PM, then I, I've got your answer right there. But I'm assuming. So, 4 or 4.30 AM most days. But it seems that my kids have just decided to wake up with me. How do you find time for deep work? Your friend, Pressed for Time. Pressed for Time. Very nice. An actual yeah. email that we got from one of our... Actual listeners. Actual listeners. Yes. Uh, this is an uh, an awesome uh, awesome question, and <clears throat> I mean I know that that um, the thing that that I when I was younger I always wanted to have that kind of discipline where I was getting up in the mornings, and you know early on in my my life uh, going to coffee houses was a big deal. Yeah. When I would go to a coffee house, I would I would like I'm having right now. I'm having coffee. That's right. <clears throat> but I would read and I would I would study and I would write poetry and all that stuff that you do when you're, you know, in your early twenties. <laughs> and but um, you know, as I as a, my my life has evolved and I've hopefully matured, um, I've really found that 
the best time for me is in the morning and finding that discipline time um, is so important for me. Now, at, at my home, I, I have a 6 and an 11 and a 15-year-old um, and a cat and a dog. Okay. Now, the cat and the dog, uh, Bill is the cat. Yeah. And Rascal is the dog. Uh, they are more demanding than the children. Really? Yes. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I'm able to get up at about 4.30, quarter till 5 every day, and I write. I do, I'm actually in the midst of uh, finishing up my second novel, and uh, it will be coming out soon on Amazon. Very nice. Make um, sure to look for it. Little plug. Little plug. Little plug. Um, and, uh, but I, I will spend an hour, hour and a half um, every morning with coffee and, and uh, classical music. I usually listen to uh, Paul Hindemith or Gerald Finzi, and I have a routine where I just dedicate myself to that. And um, at, back in the day, I used to pray um, in the mornings, and instead of writing, I would I would meditate. But you have to be very very intentional with that creating of that space. Yeah, uh, when it comes to when it comes to meditation, I remember I was talking to my sister not too long ago. And I was actually, I was telling her about um, how difficult it was to, to do my prayerful meditation when there was a lot going on in the house, like during the afternoon or um, just, just in general, whenever there's busy, you know, chatter and things, things of that nature. And, and she's actually a little surprised and she was like, well, you know, doesn't, you know, isn't that, that just all the better so that you can, you know, it helps you because you, when you meditate, you tune everything out and. And all that stuff, and, and and the thing is, I guess if I was on I super Yoda level, maybe I could tune everything out and not really care. I mean, I, I you know, you but but the reality of it is, I'm not, and the majority of us are not um, able to tune everything out in, in a chaotic situation. So uh, you do have to try to pick your times. Um, right now, I do my um, <coughs> my prayer uh, my prayer time is right before I go to bed and uh, and so um, usually in my house by that time of night everybody else is either in bed or quietly about to go to sleep and so it's it's so quiet uh, there's times that it's so quiet that I can even hear my heartbeat you know uh, after after meditating for for some time and that that kind of silence is what I look for. Now the, the problem is, I think our our writer here is having problems uh, getting time uh, alone. Uh, it seems like uh, let's see, we've got uh, you know I already wake up at four or four thirty a.m., but it seems my kids uh, have just decided to wake up with me. Uh, so so it is difficult. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, so if if you uh, you know if you've got distraction um it's it's it does make it hard you know if you can't find that 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 quiet time or that personal space <clears throat> definitely um i suppose you know uh some of the some of the some of the of course you know the crazy thing uh what wasn't uh, don quixote was written while uh while the author was in jail was in prison. I mean, of course, I guess at that point you you do have a, quite a bit of private personal time whenever you're in in a jail cell. But um, but having private personal time is is important, and it's important to car, try to carve that out. 
Um, the uh, now I want to go back to her first question though, um, uh, or his or her first question. Mike, uh, is there a connection between creativity and spirituality? What do you think? Pete? <clears throat> there, this is the the connection with my creativity. As I have have I used to paint. I used to do a lot of oil painting. And for about ten it was by, years, my numbers. Did it you? wasn't my numbers. It wasn't. Actually. It actually wasn't my numbers. It was, it was uh, very uh, German expressionist, very oh. uh, very dark stuff when oh. I was uh, going through periods of depression in in my twenties, and so I, I used to paint yeah. a lot. But um, and, and now I've gotten into writing, and I've uh, been writing for about ten years. But the the connection between creativity and spirituality, I think, is really really deep. And w- one of the things that I have found is that my creativity is 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 distinctly connected to my spirituality and and the and my level of, of creativity is is really based on um, how in touch I am mm-hmm. and the reason I say that is because when I write and I get in a groove especially if I, after about an hour of writing I get into that those those moments where it's transcendent Within. and I feel as if I'm being written through I okay. can feel as if I am connected with a different place, a different reality, a different, a, a different, I'm not person, but I, I feel like there's another part of the universe that I'm connected to because I've opened myself up to this creative part of my being. You know, and this is something, <clears throat> you know, in a lot of our conversations, uh, Pete, you and I have, have had, you've, you've said... I feel like I've been written through, you know, and, and of course there's a for for all of us Christians, we we first thing that goes to our mind, of course, is divine inspiration. Um, you know, I think most people, uh, you know, when we think about like the the Bible, you know, people were written through, Absolutely. you know, the, the Holy Spirit was writing through, you know, the gospel writers and, and whatnot. Um, when when you say you were written through, um, you know, does that does it does it feel like it was your idea or like or like it just wasn't even something you you thought of that that you wrote down at all or it's how, a how would you describe that? Yeah. It's this combination of my own experience and my own um, uh, the events that have happened in my own life. But there's a there's a, a there's a point in the writing where, um, especially in the that first novel that I wrote called Shepherds of the Apocalypse, there's one um, it's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plug it in. It's uh, Shepherds of the Apocalypse. Yeah. It it was uh, this one section about oh, four or five pages where I remember writing it, and I when I got done, I, it was almost like I woke up and and I I go back and I read that stuff and I think wow this is just this is just really interesting to me because I I never I had never had these kind of thoughts, you know. You never I, had them before. I never or? had these. I've never. I never thought of these things before. Yeah. So when when I got into that into that mode of thinking or that creativity, after dedicating myself after about an hour to writing on this Saturday, I remember writing this, and it just flowed. It just. It just. It just came out of me, and <clears throat> time. I remember doing this with uh, painting. I could spend two or three hours painting, and it would it would seem like you know fifteen minutes. Yeah. So the whole perception of time, um, 
I, I think that that's what drugs do. I think that drugs alter your perception of reality. And, but what they drugs do is they imitate what is naturally occurring to us when we dedicate ourselves to time and we are, are disciplined enough to allow this other part of the universe to participate. And, and what we do is we um, lend ourselves to this amazing act of becoming that God does through us through uh, as artists. Yeah. And our, our, what we do is we, we allow the universe to become. So our art becomes this new creative entity, this being, and a book can be alive. I surround myself with books because to me they're alive because there are ideas there. There are people in there. They're connected to different parts. And the, and the two books, that I, the two fiction books that I've written, they really, the books are a large part of this one character's life, well, a couple characters, and it, I surround myself with these books and their energy to me. They speak to me. Books speak to me. Yeah. And art speaks to me, and I surround myself with that stuff. And um, But if, if you want to be involved in that process of, of creativity and lend yourself and, and participate with God... In right. the universe, in the in the becoming of the universe, you have to develop will. You have to develop that sense of discipline, so that if if your kids are are getting up with you, then choose another time, you know, in the day where you can just uh, even at lunch or at, at some time in the afternoon or, or right after the kids go to sleep. If you know that, yeah, because I know I know that that with my uh, oldest when he would go to bed. I, I, you know, at 8.30, 9 o'clock, he'd go to bed. So I would know that if I had the energy from 9, 9 to 10, 9 to 11, I could, right. boom, that's my time. I, I, it's one of those things where um, a lot of artists will talk about uh, having to just turn it right on, you know. And sometimes it's very difficult to do that, um, to get into a, a prayerful state or a meditative state. It's like, okay, it's 6 o'clock, boom, okay, I, or it's whatever time. Now is the time that I am a writer, right? Now is the time when I'm a painter. Now is the time when I'm a blogger or a right. designer or whatever. It, it is, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a very difficult thing to say, okay, be creative now. It's like one time I saw a comedian uh, and he came, yeah. out, he came out and he's like, okay, uh, now you want me to be funny now? You know, mm -hmm. and, and, and just the idea of, of, of just, okay, now it's time for this action that we typically romanticize. Yeah. And and it because it is it's this magical wonderful thing, being creative, um, and and I look back on things I've written and I've look back on and I, I read them and I'm like, whoa, this is I'm you know and you don't you don't you know, not to just pat ourselves on the back but it's like okay okay this is there was something really special that happened, mm -hmm. you know there's there's a a specific time in history when this idea like you say you, you're bringing this idea it's almost as if you're birthing an idea into reality. And, and you've got this, um, uh, it's, like you said, it's, it's an entity now, all into itself. And so, mm -hmm. and so I, you know, it's very difficult, I think, for a lot of us to say, okay, I, I have to be disciplined enough to say, okay, now, as soon as I have this time, I can't, you know, because um, what's the first thing you want to do when you come home from work? I just want to sit down. I just want to, you know, watch TV. I just want right. to relax. But it depends on your personality. I mean, I'm I'm a morning person. I never right. studied at night. I yeah. always went to bed early. 
And so my time is in the mornings. Now, I have found that med- the best time to meditate is two or three in the morning. Yeah. You're crazy, Pete. But that's the best. I, I love you for it. And the best so, time. You, do you just wake up in the middle of the night and meditate and then go back to bed? It's or? about training yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can train yourself. I never even sleep with an alarm. Yeah. Because I can train myself to get up at 4.34 or 5 or 1 or whatever. You train yeah. yourself. It's a matter of, it, it's, it's a matter of discipline in your mind. Yeah. If you could, it, you can do anything with your mind with, in, in terms of this. So you train yourself. And it's just a matter of, of will. It's just a matter of I think, yeah, doing it. You nailed it right there. It's, it's, the, it's the matter of just willing it into being. And, and, and it takes time. It takes practice. It, it's not always immediate. Um, and it, but it takes discipline and it takes repetition. But then again, maybe it doesn't. You know, it, it's, just, it, there's, it's really difficult to know uh, until you try. It's, a, it's one of the classic teachings of any type of legitimate Christianity or any legitimate spirituality especially in Christianity right. is this development of will this, exactly yes. this development of I'm going to get up and this is one of the things that we don't have in our society today especially with the onset of uh, artificial intelligence um, which is really scary we have barely tapped the human potential right not even tapped it. It's just to, to try to figure out what it, what we it's flirted capable with it, of. Okay? Yeah. So, um, and this is where Jesus and, and, and Buddha and these these guys they're they're the ones who have who reached this. Yeah. I'm interested in Christianity because it helps me become a better person and a and a and a better artist and all this, but it teaches me how to reach my potential. Right. And. Yeah. And that's my calling is is writing and, and and those those kind of things. But I I want to reach my potential. But if I'm going to do that, I have to have discipline. I have to create discipline in my life. And if you don't have it, then you will perpetually be always saying, "Well, I just never had time." Yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's the most common thing. Don't we all say? I mean, we don't all say. What I'm saying is like. That is the most common thing I think we've all heard, and I know I've, I've said it a million times. I, there's this book called Shepherds of the Apocalypse that I've been meaning to read. <laughs> and my wife has, has <laughs> really gotten a good start on it. She says it's amazing. And, and I will say for our listeners, if uh, my wife says a book is good, it's good. Jesse's um, wife read my book, everybody. Yeah, and, so and the thing is, cool. here, here I am, we're, 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 me and Peter are besties, and I haven't read his book. And so, here <laughs> like I, two people have read it, and she's one of them. <laughs> no, 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 no but, but still, I, I, the thing is, it, there's so much to where it's like, okay, I just don't have time. And, yeah. and if, you, if, you, if you create the, it's like, okay, I know as soon as this time happens, that is my whatever, you know, creativity time, or that is my whatever time. And I, and I think, um, you know, now it seems like this, our, our, our listener is a morning person. Anybody waking up at 4 or 4.30 a.m. Uh, <coughs> to do something is a morning person. But the problem is, so her, uh, so is her, I guess her children are also, uh, you know, uh, uh, morning, morning people too. <coughs> so it may just be a case of, okay, um, if you really want to get it done, there is another time of day that you have to do it. Right. Um, because if, you know, I, I think, I think that's something that, you know, the, our, 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 uh, our listener didn't really say what ages her children are or his children are. Uh, but, um, 
you know, with 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 your kids, Pete. Um, you know, it's your pets that are the high maintenance ones now. Like yeah, said, they get us up in the middle so, of the night, like hey, I need outside. Oh man! But um, I, it's it's just been it's such an amazing lesson for me. Is just that sense of well, if I'm in bed, let's say this is what happened to me. If if I wake up, I'll wake. I can wake myself up. So I wake myself up, and I'm like, man, I'm really tired, or it's yeah. really cold out. I don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I I sit there, and I realize that after about a half an hour, I've been trying to go back to sleep, but I've been daydreaming for a half an hour, yeah. forty five minutes. And I always and get so wasted angry. time. I know, man. I, I know. I get so angry at myself if yeah. I do that because I got no rest. I, I literally, you don't get really any rest doing that. You're just laying there like an idiot. So you what know? do you do? So what do you this do? This is what you do. Yeah. You train yourself. Every time you wake up, you get up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't even you don't even try to go back to sleep. So in, as, when you're conscious again, as soon as you're conscious, you get up. Now I now what if I get up multiple times? I guess you get mul- up multiple times in the night. I mean, or? if you're go- if you're going to the bathroom or whatever, yeah. you I pee a lot. But I mean, it's like the Wim Hof thing. It's a nice right. bath. I mean, you don't like. You, I'm you sure I've never witnessed you get into an ice bath, but I'm sure you don't put like one ankle in for 20 minutes and right. then put it, you know, up to your knee. No, you, you just get, get in. in. Yeah, right. You just immerse yourself. It's right. Right. You that's just right. you just do it. You just do it. And I think that that's very biblical because I think that from Revelation 3:20 talks about the you know the the, the lukewarmness. I think there's a great yeah. lesson from that. It's one of my favorite passages in in the Bible. I'm not a, a Bible thumper, but. Well, uh, you're a reverend. You, I am I mean, a reverend. You are a reverend. I, will, I am not this evangelical herald. I will say maybe you've thumped a Bible or two. Or, or I no, I've never been a Bible thumper. Well, I guess I guess the I, I, I do just, like the character of thumper, Bambi. I just I like the idea of I just like saying thumping uh, a Bible. <laughs> I, I, I'm a thumping. You, you, you don't hear people saying I thumped a lot of things. No, I you know, I never have except for a Bible. I, I don't know. Can you? Th- I guess I assume you could thump if you get thumped in a fight. You get but thumped. that's kind of yeah. That's not real manly. Not, yeah, not a lot of people say that. I thump somebody. I sure thumped him last. You know. Anyway, anyway, I you know what? Here I go. What were we talking? We were talking about like uh, Revelation. Oh and, yeah, yeah, from the Bible. <laughs> I was talking about thumping the Bible. Uh, well, um, <laughs> oh, I know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> it's this idea that you just, it's better to be making a poor decision than no decision at all. Just, just be make trying. a decision. Just, just be, yeah. do it, even if it's a bad decision. Yeah. You know, and, and so I just feel like we just have to, uh, you have to train yourself to, to get in there and do this stuff. And I know that I'm hard on my kids because, you know, through working with uh, recovering drug addicts, in a jail setting at our transition houses, and then also my work in uh, England with Robin Amos and, and doing aesthetic stuff with meditation. Yeah, I've really, you know, I'll be forty nine next week. Happy birthday! Happy Pete. birthday! To me. I've really gotten not. I, I've gotten pretty disciplined with that kind of stuff. So, like when I tell my kids, "Hey, you need to you need to clean your room," yeah, and they're like, uh, 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 and they won't do it, and yeah. they just go down the stairs. I'm like. Get you know. Yeah. Let's do. Let's. I asked you to do this, so I'm really kind of hard on them, and I really, you know. And if you were listening to this in ten years down the line, Katie or yeah, Jack, yeah, yeah. Um, I apologize, but you know, I really am a believer that with my kids, if I can teach them that sense of discipline, 
now because you've got right. two young girls. Right, right. If you can teach them that stuff now, when they get out into this crazy messed up world that's yes. going to be happening in the next five or ten years oh, yeah. with climate change and AI and all kinds of stuff with our politics, if we can get them disciplined, they're going to be able to go out and make good decisions about who's who's my closest friend, who's where's where should I work, where should I go to school. Right. These decisions that were tough for me, but it's because I met people along, along the way, like Charles Ashton and Robin Amos and Ted Nottingham, who said, you know, you really need to get your act together. Yes. And it starts with discipline. So the email is awesome because it really all, spirituality, creativity, it all starts with one thing. And it to me, it's discipline. So, so maybe to our to our to our writer uh, or our listener, perhaps uh, a different time of day uh, would be sure. a good thing. And just and just um, you know, uh, anybody that's that's able to wake up at four or four thirty a.m. Um, I you know you've got some discipline, you've got the ability, you know, some self control there. Um, it's just uh, about applying it to perhaps just a different time of day, and and. Um, and, and just really uh, figuring out, I guess, working the logistics because the, obviously the desire is there, you know. And so, uh, and so the discipline to just say, you know what, it's not working at this time. I'm going to work it at a different time and, uh, and just do it. Like you say, don't, don't, you know, don't have to ease into it. Just do it. <clears throat> um, and that's, I, you know, it's a difficult thing. It's a difficult thing. Uh, you know, actually, uh, I, I've, I've had a, I have a similar issue as our, as our uh, listener. Uh, um, I've not been able to do my Wim Hof breathing in the mornings uh, and, uh, it, because uh, cause my, one of my little ones gets up and, uh, and then, you know, then I kind of have to do something. So I've moved my breathing sessions to my lunch break. So... If you might be walking in a parking lot and seeing a guy who looks like he's hyperventilating, you know, and, and so and then, so I it's weirdly kind of weird. I'll, I'll go to a, yeah. I'm like I don't want to just kind of you know if and, and for our listeners, if you haven't if you're not familiar with the Wim Hof method, there is a, a breathing exercise that that it, it's it's heavy deep breathing and you usually do it for 20 minutes. We talked about it on episode eight. Yeah, you that's can right. Go back, go on back our and podcast. have a listen and. Uh, and, and so you need to do it daily, uh, to receive the benefits. And so I just, I can't do it in the mornings anymore. So, uh, every day, uh, in, in select places, I, I've been trying to find like kind of remote places where I don't think many people see me. And then I do this, (laughs) I do this breathing method, but then the, the thing is, so, so I'm doing this deep breathing, my, my, the, 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 my car gets all the, the windows are all steamy and stuff like that, and, and, and so, so so there's this car with this man breathing deeply, and it's all steamy windows. I had this guy in a truck who just kind of just drove by real slow, and he looked at me, and he and he kind of looked at me, and, and so and not as yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, "What's going kind of what's going on over here?" You know, what's going on? yeah. And so and so I kind of looked at my cell phone, which is sadly enough, that, you know, it's like, "Oh, I'm just uh, just doing nothing." I'm not checking my Facebook. Check, check my Facebook. Here. You know, and so uh, there's some stalking here. I'm <laughs> fogging up the window yeah, in the parking lot. Well, it's not, you know, but like the, the funny thing is, I mean, I, I I'm sure I look like you know kids making out or or uh, doing drugs or something like that. No, I'm doing my Wim Hof breathing exercises. It, I think it'd be harder to explain. He opens up the door. Yeah. What are you doing yeah. here? I'm, I'm, I'm praying to Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. 
So, so I, I think we all have to, you know, figure out our ways to get around, you know, the, the, the time and, and obstacles that come throughout our day. And, um, and, and, you know, I am the type of person when it comes to being creative, I'm a night person. Um, that's always been when I'm naturally mm. creative. However, um, you know, if it came, if it comes down to it and you really want to do it, you know, if I really wanted to write, okay, maybe I would have to wake up early, you know, that's a, that's, or, or maybe I would have to do a certain, uh, you know, uh, just write on my lunch break or, you know, people do it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, what, look what Kafka did. I mean, Kafka worked at an insurance company, trained as an attorney, yeah. worked at an insurance company for, you know, 10 hours a day and then would come home at night um, and write between, you know, midnight and six a lot of times. You write all night sometimes. Whole novels have been written on subways and bus, buses yeah. and taxis. And, and like, uh, uh, Faulkner, he, he got this job as a, uh, what was it? it? He was, like, a, a, a night, like a janitor or something like that. And, uh, and he would write on, at any, any spare moment, he would write and... and just in this like like uh, furnace room or whatever. Oh yeah, and you know, yeah. and so Wallace Stevens was a banker. Right, I mean, there's just all kinds of. There's a lot of know. there's a lot of stories where it's just making mm-hmm. it happen, you know, and 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 I think I think when it comes to something that we want to do, uh, it, you know, rather than letting it be a burden, uh, it's it's this passion that um, that it's it's a challenge that we meet. So. Hopefully, uh, our, to our writer, uh, to our, our listener, we really appreciate you, you writing in. Uh, press for time. We uh, we appreciate you you writing in, and we hope that uh, that you're able to find the time. And uh, of course, um, uh, you know, uh, let us know how things work out. We we always love hearing from our uh, our listeners. So uh, that's it for this episode of Jesus Time with Jesse and Pete. I am Jesse. I'm Pete. Guys, have a great week. <laughs>